grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord. Amen. Text for our meditation this Ash Wednesday evening, the gospel reading that we heard just a moment ago, Jesus' words from the Sermon on the Mount, especially these verses. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, religious culture practices change over time. God's word does not change. God's teaching, God's doctrine does not change. Other things in our world and in the church, they change all the time. I remember when I was young, it was rare to go to church on a Sunday morning and see a man without a suit or at least a tie and a woman without a hat. Nowadays, not so much. I was told when I was young that the men sat on one side of the church and the women sat on the other side of the church with the kids. I don't remember that, but the old timers did. And they told me how that had changed over the course of time. In Jesus' day, fasting was a very common religious custom. Not so much today. Oh, maybe, maybe a little bit. People want to give up something for Lent. That's a form of fasting. In the Old Testament, we see the religious practice, the religious custom of people wearing sackcloth and ashes as a sign of repentance. Today, not so much, except on Ash Wednesday. I didn't notice anyone wearing sackcloth when they came into church tonight. But the practice of the imposition of ashes is still fairly common among us. My friends, religious customs change over time. God's Word does not change. Sackcloth, ashes, fasting, these things are not the essence of repentance. Repentance is not something we display for the whole world. 
Repentance is between the individual and God. In fact, the essence of repentance is invisible. It's hidden in the heart. I can't look in your heart and you cannot look in mine. The essence of repentance is not something that we do or say or wear. God's word, Matthew 6, is very clear. But religious customs and practices can be helpful. Luther himself teaches us in the small catechism, part four of the Lord's Supper, who receives the sacrament worthily. Fasting and bodily preparation are certainly fine outward training. But that person is truly worthy and well prepared who has faith in these words given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Bodily discipline and faith in the heart. They are two separate things. But oftentimes, they are connected. Fasting, and especially tonight, ashes, are bodily reminders of a spiritual truth. Fasting and ashes are bodily, visible reminders of a spiritual reality. You are mortal. So am I. So is everyone. The spiritual reality that we are mortal and that one day each and every one of us will die. The scriptures are quite clear. God told Adam and Eve in the garden, don't eat from the tree in the middle of the garden. For the day that you eat of it, you will surely die. There is no one Righteous. No, not one. The soul that sins shall die. We all like sheep have gone astray, each to his own way. The wages of sin is death. We could go on and on with scriptural truth. That does not change. Well, over 300 times, I have stood at the graveside and uttered the words, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, earth to earth. In fact, 
did it yesterday for one of our members. My friends, this is the spiritual reality. God's word for tonight begs the question, and really the question that we will ponder from many different aspects, has to do with the simple word, repent. You hear it often, don't you? We hear it in our, our hymns, we hear it in our readings. Oftentimes the pastor issues a call to repentance. So what is it? What is repentance? My friends, repentance is two things. Or if you like, repentance has two parts. Contrition and faith. To be sorry and to have faith. Okay? Repentance is contrition and faith. Contrition is one of those church words. We don't think about it. We don't talk about it. What is contrition? Contrition is to be sorry. Contrition is not being sorry that you got caught. Contrition is not being sorry that your sin has caused you some discomfort or pain or embarrassment or shame. Contrition is not feeling bad because of the consequences of your actions. Contrition is sorrow over the sin itself. Actual sorrow over actual sin. Wishing that you had never done it. Contrition means to hate the sin that you are guilty of. Contrition means that you feel so bad over the sin that you will never, ever, ever do it again. Contrition is sorrow over real sins. This is not something in the abstract. Sorrow over our lust, over our pride, over our greed, over our laziness, over our idolatry. Sorrow over our gossip, our unkindness. Sorrow over the fact that our one true God is always and most often me, myself, and I. Contrition exists in a heart that still wants to sin. This is where the battle is. Contrition is not wanting to sin, hating sin. All the while, your heart wants to sin and to keep going right back 
to the pride, the lust, the gossip, the laziness, and so forth. Contrition brings an inner conflict. Sometimes even a, a self-hatred. It means not wanting to do the sin. When sometimes all we want to do is sin. Repentance is two parts. Being sorry for your sin is not repentance. Repentance is contrition, being sorry, and faith. What is faith? It's not some generic hope that maybe there's a God out there who might one day take me to something called heaven. That's not faith. Faith is not hoping and wishing that, that maybe God will forgive you. Faith is not making a resolution to try to do better. Picking yourself up by your own bootstraps. Faith is not chalking up your behavior to sinful nature. Faith is not tolerance. Faith, very simply, is trust. Trust that God can and will forgive you for real sins on account of the bloody death and glorious resurrection of Jesus. Faith is knowing that God, for Christ's sake, forgives you real sin. Now. Not maybe. But he really does it. Faith looks to Jesus' life, death, and resurrection for the whole world. And knowing that it is for you. For me. My friends, repentance is always a change of mind and change of heart. We hate the sin we once loved. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? Repentance is hating the sin that you once loved. Repentance is running to God, to the altar, to the baptismal font, to Christ's body and blood. When before all we wanted to do was run away from God and plug our ears to His Word. Repentance means holding as worthless all of the false idols that we thought were so precious and holding as precious the word and promises of God that at one time to us seemed worthless. 
It is a change of heart. It is a change of mind. It is a change of direction in our lives. Repentance means that you are no longer headed to hell. But for the sake of Christ, you're headed to heaven. My friends, repentance, true repentance, destroys every false idol. You don't need it anymore. Because Christ is your treasure. Repentance, true repentance, gives you status. Because God, the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now says, you are my son. You are my daughter. In you I am well pleased. You are heirs of every promise that I have ever made. Jesus, in the Sermon on the Mount, and especially this text that is before us, warns us against the sin of hypocrisy. To be a hypocrite really means to be an actor. Or, as I've learned from many of the young people, to be a hypocrite means you're a poser. You're striking a pose. But it's not really who you are. You're an imposter. How easy it is for a Christian to go through the motions and yet at the same time those motions, those customs, those practices are really meaningless because there's no contrition and no faith. My friends, what is repentance repentance is being sorry for your sin and having faith that Christ forgives you for Jesus sake true repentance hides itself from the world because it is revealed only to God alone ashes on the forehead do not help your neighbor but they are visible reminders that we are mortal. That we cannot save ourselves. And our hope, our only hope, is in the cross of Jesus Christ where the Son of God shed His blood for you and for me and for the life of the world. What is repentance? We sang it. Return to the Lord your God, for He is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. What is repentance? It's as we sang in our sermon hymn. Earth has no pleasures I would share. Yea, heaven itself are void and bare. If thou, Lord... We're not near me. What is repentance? 
It is pure gift. The gift that God gives to His children, you and me, to say yes to the law which condemns us and to say yes to the gospel which sets us free. My friends, what is repentance? It is life, life everlasting in Jesus Christ. May God grant it to each of us for Jesus' sake. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Having heard the word of God, we confess our faith using the words of the Nicene Creed. Please stand. <clears throat>